Community Voice Podcast, episode number 28. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Community Voice Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're in the studio to do one of our favorite things, and that is to interview somebody who happens to be one of our GSPN.TV Plus members. The folks over here at GSPN in the community, we happen to have some great relationships with so many wonderful people, and this is a podcast where we get to share those relationships with you. And of course, today we have on Skype right now from France, Kylie. Kylie, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you guys doing? I am doing extremely well. I think Stephanie's just a little bit stressed out with how much has to be done before we leave for our cruise. I'm okay. Yeah, don't you guys leave tomorrow? We do. We do. Oh. Yep. Last minute packing and all that. I don't envy you the last minute packing, especially for a family of five. Yeah, um, I packed two of the kids earlier in the week, so that's not going to be an issue, but I think I'm going to have to end up doing some more laundry tonight Mm -hmm. um, to make sure you have, you know, the underwear essentials and (laughs) socks and so. One time when uh, my family came for a trip to Europe, I forgot to pack an extra pair of shoes, and my mother has never let me live that down. (laughs) Kylie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you tell, tell us? Are you from France? Where Where are you from? I am a native Michigander, so I come from Michigan, and I actually got to meet Amanda from Michigan this summer, another GSPN Plus member, and I lived there all my life, and had talked about moving to France for years after I graduated from university and everyone was like, oh yeah, right. My mom and dad are like, you know, patting me on the head. Sure, that's great. And as I was approaching the big 3-0, I said, "Um, well, you know, it's now or never. So I found a position and I came over here and I've been here since 2003. Wow. And so now you actually found a position doing what? When I first came to France, I came as a language assistant. So the French government, who is in charge of education, Education Nationale, they hire native language speakers to come and teach in schools. And so I came and taught part-time in an elementary school for two years. And that's the limit for the length of time you can have that kind of contract here. So. Then I got into some French classes and then into the university program here. So you were allowed to stay because you were a student then? Yes. Even now I'm on a student visa. Gotcha. Okay. No, go ahead. No, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so, tell, us, so tell us a little bit more about what um, drew you to France. Why France? What, 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 was, uh, what was the reason why this was always the dream for you? Because my mom used to live in France when she was in high school, my grandfather was a teacher in the DOD, the Department of Defense, and so he was well stationed, although he wasn't military, in schools associated with army bases or air bases or the American military teaching in schools there. And so 
my mom has actually lived a number of places and done a lot of visiting in Europe, and she never talked about it when I was little, but I saw her class ring, which is something they don't have here in France, and on her class ring was an Eiffel Tower. And so if it had been the Leaning Tower of Pisa or, you know, the Roman Colosseum, I'm sure it would have been one of those other places, but it just so happened to be the Eiffel Tower. And so I'd always had this kind of curiosity. And my mom has this huge list of all these places she's been. And I'm like, one day I'm going to go to all those places. And my parents actually met in Germany because my dad was an army brat and his dad was in the military. And they actually met when they were both there in Germany. Very cool. All right, well, we have a standard list of questions that we're going to start asking people on the Community Voice podcast. And the very first question, of course, is probably one of the most important questions. Oh <laughs> and that is, are you a Mac or a PC? Mac. All right. and how and is, that, is that even a real question? Although I, I wasn't always. I wasn't until I got my first quote-unquote real job as a video editor. And, of course... That was like 95, 96. And if you did anything with graphics or video, it was Mac all the way. And making that adjustment, as it was for you, was a bit of a difficulty, but I did it. And I will never go back. No, of course not. <laughs> I'm trying to convince my dad, but he's lucky I'm, you know, thousands of miles across the pond. Because if I was still in the States, he would have a Mac already. Absolutely. So you, you were a Mac user before I was then, right? Yes. And so you were there for my entire trans, you know, the conversion process. Is that right? I didn't hear the very beginning of Help I Got a Mac, but uh, the first episodes I missed. But, you know, I followed your trajectory very shortly into that. Gotcha. It, I, I can only imagine how entertaining that must have been. <laughs> All right. So what was your first computer then? You know, I don't even know because unlike... You and Chris, that's one of the things that astounds me when I listen to that podcast is how do you guys remember? Yes, in this year, I, you know, had this sort of, I, I don't even remember. Although I do remember my technically first computer was from Radio Shack. I don't remember what it was called, but it was basically just a keyboard you plugged into the TV. Uh, that would be a Tandy TRS-80 maybe? Maybe no, something no, no, like that. No, actually that one had a... 10 that one had 10 a, go to 20, 20 go to 30, if yes, those sorts of things. Yeah, that was basic, basic. programming. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, Cliff's got me reading questions now, although I can't really see them. You can't okay, see that Okay, what book are you reading right now? Uh, what book am I reading right now? I got a book from, I just finished Moonlight in Odessa which is about a, a woman from Ukraine who has a, a like a normal day job and also moonlights at a, basically an email bride factory in Odessa, and she ends up becoming one herself. And we actually interviewed that author on my own podcast this past week, which was really interesting because the author who lives in France and was married to a Frenchman was actually had some sort of fellowship in the Ukraine for, I think, two years and met some people that had experiences and gave her the idea to, to write this book. So that was really, really, I was talking to Katie about this, who's my co-host, how the book in the beginning kind of depressed me just because 
I don't live in that kind of society where everything is so hard and even these really intelligent women who have all this education are still struggling on the poverty line. It was a whole different perspective of, of um, an experience I'm, I'm fortunately never going to be put, well, ever have. A what? Uh, uh, to be an email, uh, like, you know, a mail order bride. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. t- so you just mentioned your podcast that you interviewed an author. Tell us a little, tell folks out there about your podcast and where they can find it. Uh, it is called Katia and Kylie Mac at katiaandkyliemack.com, K-A-T-I-A and Kylie Mac. And she's Australian and I'm American and we've been doing the show since 2006. And wow, has it evolved over the years? But basically twice a week we talk about stuff that's happening in France. We talk about our lives as expats. We talk about how we don't speak the same English and we bring in other interesting people that are doing interesting things in interesting places. And we've been fortunate that Paris being sort of a, a place where a lot of people travel through or are here for a period of time, we've had some really fantastic guests on the show. Awesome. I and- love that you said you talk about that you don't speak the same kind of English. No, no, we really don't. I think it's, it's uh, one of the earlier episodes. The title of it is Words, and we talk about basically an entire litany of things we, A, don't pronounce the same, like B-A-S-I-L. How do you pronounce that word? Basil. She yeah. says basil. And for me, basil's the name, and basil's the, her- the herb, the and herb. she says right. herb. It is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That is funny. We, you know, um, Americans, we have our own our own type of English. I mean, and it, it's different in different parts of the the country as well, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, exactly. And she probably speaks it more correctly than I would. Well, you see me, well, you speak American English and that's yeah. another thing that is, that is actually something really entertaining that I never really thought about. But when I came here and we're seeing, seeing language programs on for computers, like you plug it in and you can teach yourself English or whatever, that they had a specific one for American English. And I never realized that I didn't speak English. I speak American as if it, and some people were, you know, think of English, American English as, you know, the lesser English, but I don't think that way. No, of course not. Cause we're <laughs> superior to everyone. Not <laughs> Just because we have a bigger, a big, you know, our country's bigger than England and the UK, although it's not bigger than Australia, but I see the uh, URL in the chat room. And yes, it is Kadia and Kylie Exactly. Very cool. So th- I think their English is cooler. I'm just saying. Oh, their yeah. accents are fantastic. Love, love the, I love, I love the Australian and the English the British yeah. accent. My favorite. Exactly. And I, I just want to plug uh, two other podcasts that we do. We do one that's called Learn French, and we take a French idiom and we totally butcher it in English. And then we have our French friend pronounce it properly. And then we explain how to use it, what it means, other synonyms. And that one's on hiatus, but we're starting that one back up again. And we did a 100 podcast series of tourist tips. So if anyone is planning on going to Europe, or, well, France, obviously, a lot of them are Paris-centered. Uh, you can find that at our site, too. Awesome. Very cool. And that's at kadiaandkyliemack.com. Mm-hmm. Or if you search for tourist tips in iTunes, I'm sure you'll trip over it. 
That's very cool. Hey, do you happen to have a hero or celebrity type that you look up to? Oh, you know, I really like uh, Neil Gaiman, who is an author, and he wrote a series of comic books called Sandman, and they are fabulous. And he won an award for them, actually, and I can't remember what the name of the award was, but the story that I remember is the year after he won, they changed the rules so a comic book could never win that award again. Nice. But they're 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 great uh and uh that that whole genre i do i read a whole bunch of different stuff too but as far as other celebrity types that he, he's the first one that springs to mind gotcha awesome. Very cool. uh, what type of music do you listen to i am not ashamed to say that i haven't evolved much after my college years, I'm not a huge music listener at home. I listen to a lot of um, musicals. I love musicals and I love theater. But as far as my iTunes, I'm pretty much stuck with AHA, which I get laughed at a lot about. Sting, Tori Amos, Michael W. Smith. I see he's going to be on tour very soon. Um, Although I I will listen if somebody introduces me to, uh, to a new artist. But I don't, that's, I usually listen to podcasts if I'm listening to anything in the background. Well, what kind of podcasts do you listen to? I listen to a lot of GSPN podcasts. <laughs> that's the good stuff. We like to hear that. <laughs> I'd ask you in the next question, but Cliff's playing like a five-year-old. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. What attracted you to listen to podcasts? Uh, actually, I, it's the reason that uh, I started podcasting myself, actually. I was in Ikea with Katia, my co-host, and her husband that we call the Muffin Man on the show. His name's really Sylvain. He's French. And she said, we should do a podcast. And I said, okay. And she is a big podcast listener. And one of the ones that she listens to quite a bit is Hometown Tales. And I started listening listening to that one and really enjoyed it. And I actually stumbled onto GSPN because of the the podcast awards. Uh, podcast Answer Man was sponsoring one, and I followed the link, and that's how I tripped over uh, GSPN and started listening. As far as I'm concerned, that that right there was worth the investment of sponsoring the podcast awards. Yeah, very cool. And now I've been I don't know listening for oh well over two years, almost three. I'm not even sure when that, when that was. Well, I know that you've been a huge part of the community, and um, and, it, and it's been a joy. I know that you've been in the Help I Got a Mac community for a very long time, and you've mm-hmm. also recently, ever since we've launched the brand new community site at gspncommunity.com, you've been very active there, and uh, you read more than any one person I think I've ever met in my life. <laughs> well, I listen to you and Andy, like you can tell I listen to all the GSPN shows, uh, talking about all these business books that you're reading and it's just so expensive to get them here and i just frankly i I am a nanny part-time as i'm taking these french classes and i'm not making a lot of money not not that i'd have room i have like a tiny studio as well but oh you guys make me want to read all these books (laughs) there's a lot of good books there are a lot of good books and i listen to dan miller as well and he's always talking about books so I do read it. Uh, I will read nonfiction, but but like business nonfiction, not historical books. Really, I prefer 
um, historical fiction. I'm really into fiction and science fiction and fantasy and period drama. And then I don't even like mystery. Oh, I, I read I read pretty much anything that's not boring. <laughs> How far will you give a book before you decide that it's not boring? Um, well, if I I really bank a lot on recommendations. Katie is a voracious reader, and so she'll read something and throw it at me afterwards and say, "Oh my gosh, you have to read this book." So pretty well, actually, no, I don't. I would, even if it was boring, I'd probably finish it. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't imagine finishing a book that's boring. I probably would too. I, I would. I might. Just... I would. I might skim it, but I would definitely finish it. Oh, and I was listening to the Twilight, and you're the reason that I had to read Twilight. Did you read the entire series? <laughs> I read the entire series, and listening to Cliff's evolution and where his opinion of that whole thing changed. And that was just, I really wish you guys could find another series to, to uh, podcast about because that was just hilarious. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we have yet to record the last episode of the last three chapters. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's because once we do, it's over or I really don't know what the holdup is there, but uh, yeah, we still have to finish those last three chapters. Yeah. I, and I, by the way, for anybody that is wondering what she's talking about, I was not all of that excited about this book at first. And I actually became a huge, gigantic fan of the entire Twilight Saga. At the, at, <laughs> I think it was like around chapter 35 of the final book or something. It was like, like that. 24. 24. It, it, yeah. But uh, I don't. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, so I won't give any spoilers or anything, but I remember one comment that Cliff made. I think it was about the last book, and I just, it's, I'm laughing now, just <laughs> thinking about it, and it's the basic reason of why his entire mentality about the entire thing changed, and it yeah. just, you should listen to it, listeners. If you have not checked out the Twilight podcast, it's hilarious. It, it's, it, yeah. It's funny. But, but kudos to you, Cliff, for actually reading them because it's something that your wife asked you to do. That That is an act of love. Yeah, it was. I'm, I'm very glad that I did it. And to be honest with you, that I enjoyed the process of reading it through an entire series of like a, a saga with Stephanie. And it, the last time we had done that, we were listening to the audiobook versions of uh, Left Behind. Do you remember that stuff? Yeah. Which we, we never, never did. Oh, we never, never finished, finished that. that. <laughs> we didn't. That was good. Have you ever read Left Behind, this, that series? No, I saw the movie and it scared the bejeezies out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, the, the, the books are so much better than the movie, obviously. It, it, you hear that all the time. But this that's certainly the case there and uh, stuff like that. Now, Jonathan asked in our chat room, he wants to know, uh, are you a text on the page or uh, you know, slash screen or audio book type of person? Both, actually. I was just going to make a reference. That's actually a really good question. I, there, It's a different experience for me. I like audiobooks because I can be doing the dishes or other things and still do it, but there are times where just sitting back with a book, and Stephanie, you sound like you're you're kind of like me, is once you get sucked into a book, that's just like all she wrote, and you have to like really rip yourself out of that world. Yes, and And like jump back into my hands on some of the twilight saga i was home i think it was 
I don't know if it was this past August or the, the year before, whenever they came out, and I had to get them on audio tape because I didn't have any money to buy them and no luggage space to bring them back, even if I had done. So I listened to them on audio tape, but reading them is a totally different experience. But I also um, would like to mention that there's um, a website out there called LibriVox.org, which has volunteers reading public domain works, and you can just download them. And I've been listening to quite a bit of Jane Austen at present as well. Very cool. Well, I, I have, um, I have, which one do I have? Pride and Prejudice, I think, yes. that, that um, I'm hoping to read soon. Love it. Yeah. Very cool. I, I, and all the movies, yeah, just, I love Jane Austen. Except I won't read Pride and Prejudice, Prejudice and Zombies, because I just have a thing about zombies. <laughs> nice. One of the things that we like to ask people is, what is it that made you decide to become a GSPN.TV Plus member? Well, it was, um, I wanted all the episodes. All right, fair enough. Quite right, quite frankly. Um, and it, it's actually been a really interesting evolution following you guys around because so many of your podcasts are about your family and you guys talk about being transparent and so open. And I feel like I know you guys really, really well. And knowing that you guys don't have the luxury of knowing me as well, I've written you guys a couple of letters and things just because I feel, you know, you talk about people wanting to give back because you give so much. And that's exactly the case. I was like, it's not fair. And I, you know, experienced the same thing as well with, with our podcast. We've been doing it for, what, five years now. And, you know, people come and want to meet with you. And they're like, oh, you know, as if they just talked to us last week. And we're like, we don't know who you are. <laughs> and it's, it's, so it's true. not, it's just really funny but um the evolution of like because you guys were doing the last and so many television show podcasts and how you're you moved into a completely new direction but it was really the folk you know the ones that focused on your life and family that that really drew me in and um when you were doing about the church with dg and uh the almost daily de devotional that you were so open about your faith, but you weren't preachy about it. Right. And I, and I wanted to support that fiscally, which unfortunately I can't do at the moment, but hopefully I'll be getting a job and that could change. So everyone, I just applied for a job today. So let's hope that I get it. Great. What, do you, what are you applying for? What kind of job? It is a job with... Uh, Twinga. I don't. Well, I don't know if I want to say too much, but other than it's a an analyst position for Twinga, which is a shopping engine. So it's a comparative price sort of website. Okay. Very cool. But they need an American. Ah, there you go. All right. Um, so let's see here. There's some other questions in here. Uh, I think we got enough time. Do you have enough time, Steph, to ask a couple more questions? I have what? two minutes. You've got two more minutes. Okay. Well, I, we've got two minutes. Go ahead and tell us, do you know your purpose in life and when did you discover it? How's that? My purpose in life? <laughs> yes. That's, yep. No, you know, that is really funny. I was just uh, answering a question I got from somebody today and no, I don't have my personal mission statement. And I had read uh, 
Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and it talks about your mission. And it's something I've been thinking about, your purpose, but no, I haven't, I haven't tripped over it yet. Well, I'll tell you, it, it took me, uh, I think, when did I start, when did I start, it was December 2005, let's see, I'm 38 now, and I guess I was about 33 years old before I really realized mine. So. Mm. Well, I'm not that much younger than you. My birthday is actually the same day as Matt's. Oh, okay. okay. Very cool. So that would be April nope. 18th. No, nope. that's, that's McKenna. That's McKenna. So wait, that's <laughs> sep- <laughs> September 4th then. Got yeah, it. you should tell Matt that he has a metro stop and a street in Paris named after his birthday. Awesome. Really? Okay. Yep. That's too awesome. I don't know what happened on September 4th other than he and I were born. But there's some reason that they named a metro stop 4th of September. 4th of September. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Kylie, yeah. it has been a blessing to get to know you. I, I, you and I, I mean, obviously, we, we get the letters from you every year, and they're up here on our board. They're, they're right here, and we appreciate those. And it's been a joy to get to know you. And we're just so excited that through this interview, we've been able to introduce a whole lot more people in the community. Now, you're on the community site at gspncommunity.com. We'll put a link to Kylie's uh, profile there. You guys can say hi to her. But now there's a whole ki- all kinds of stuff you know about Kylie. And I encourage everyone to go to kadiaandkyliemack.com and check out their podcasts. Thank you. Very cool. Well, anything else you wanted to share, Kylie, before the music runs out? We still have another 1 minute and 49 seconds as of right now. Um, I don't like raw onions. <laughs> there you go. I... That's my last factoid. Oh, and I'm left-handed. And you're left-handed. Are your hands dirty all the time? No, they are not because I had to learn not to but write. But they probably were way. when you were five. <laughs> they might have been when we made hand turkeys at Thanksgiving this year. And, you know, I used all the markers. Yeah, McKenna is McKenna is struggling right now with um, when she's writing you know, it's rubbing over what she just, what she had just written. And so her hand is always dirty. And then if she wipes her face, her face is always dirty. And so, yeah. You know, they do have notebooks for us left-handed people. Do they? What, what's the mm-hmm. difference? What's the difference for a left-handed notebook? It's the way that the spiral opens. It'll be to the right instead of the left. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I, I've never seen that. There's before. like a whole—I don't know if there's probably there's a whole catalog of products for left-handed people. I'll try to find the link and and send it. Some of the some of the things are are pretty darn funny. That's cool because we have two left-handed kids, and uh... we're the only ones in our right minds. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> All right. Well, Kylie, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the community voice podcast where we introduce you to other wonderful people in this community of course we encourage you to go over to gspncommunity.com and until next time stephanie join Join the the community. community